You're listening to an episode of Exposition and Arts and Culture podcast on KRCU Public Radio with me, your co-host Ashton Randolph. Joining me on today's episode is Haley Leonard. Thank you for coming on to the show today, Haley. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really happy to be here. I am the international student counselor here on the campus, so it is my job to assist the international students with coming to SEMO. I fill out some of their legal forms for their visas, and I answer questions about uh different aspects about living on campus, like where to go for certain things, where to get their groceries, like anything and everything like that. I'm also in charge of organizing the bulk of the events for the International Village as well, including everything from Carpe Diem to movie nights to to everything in between where we can have international students and domestic students interact together. So speaking of events, recently you helped to coordinate and host the Taste of the World event Mm -hmm. here at SEMO. Can you kind of talk about what took place at the event? Yes. So this entire week is actually called International Education Week. In the United States, it's considered National Education Week, but the cultural department and the government decided that they would like to also celebrate the international population who is in the States as well. So it is called International Education Week. And how we celebrate that is we try to host as many events as we possibly can to, again, have the international and the domestic students interact with each other. So this week we had a collegiate class, like a Japanese and uh, Chinese calligraphy class with Dr. Wong. We also had Indian Night on Saturday that was organized by the Indian Student Association on campus. So that was them celebrating their culture with dances and food. I had Taste the World that happened on Tuesday. We had a couple students come and cook dishes from their home and then give out samples of that in the UC. And that was really, really successful. We ran out within like 30 minutes of the event. <laughs> yeah, That's it was awesome. great. And then tonight we have Bollywood Night at the International Center as well. So we're showing a Bollywood movie at six. Tomorrow we have International Fashion Day. So a lot of students on campus will wear their culturally significant clothing and then they're going to take a picture in front of academic. What are a lot of the different cultures and countries represented in SEMO's international population? A bulk of our population is either Indian or Bangladesh students. We have some from Congo. I've seen a couple students from Korea, China. We've had an uptick in some Saudi Arabian students and Pakistani students, Mexico. We have a little bit of everybody from everywhere. We did just get a couple of our first admissions for Turkey. Everywhere you could possibly think there's a little bit of everybody, but yes, the main bulk of them on campus are Indian students. How would you say that these different events have connected international and domestic students? What Mm -hmm. kind of feedback do you get from these events? Our main purpose for having these events is to include domestic students in international activities. We want the experience for these international students to be as inclusive as possible because that's why they came here, so they can learn and experience our culture and we can share with them. So um, a lot of the feedback from the events has been very successful. They're very happy to be there. Unfortunately, we do have an issue with communication sometimes. So we have an issue letting people know that things are happening on campus sometimes. So I've kind of made it my personal goal to advertise these events as much as possible, whether they are sponsored 
sponsored by the International Village Office or the students themselves because we do have cultural groups on campus that are sponsored groups that can hold their own events. So they've been really successful and some of them are not so much, but it's mostly just an issue of advertising. So we're trying to work our hardest on that to get that better. And I feel like social media would be Mm -hmm. a great avenue for Mm -hmm. that as well. Yeah, I've been working double time trying to (laughs) post as much stuff as I possibly can and open new accounts. Like we have our Facebook pages, we have our Instagram, TikTok. We're a little bit of everywhere. So we just, (laughs) we're trying to advertise ourselves to students now at this point to get people to come together and participate. Can you discuss a little bit about the importance of events that celebrate unique customs and cultures and how this fosters inclusivity here on campus? Mm -hmm. So unfortunately where SEMO is located, we're kind of landlocked. So we are in a part of the United States where it's not as common for us to interact with international people like in general. I grew up in St. Louis and so for that kind of like travel city, it is very, very common to have people from other countries who come and go and people who live there. But smaller cities such as Cape or, you know, central Missouri, it's not as big of an opportunity. So to have these cultural events on campus to showcase these authentic experiences, people have that opportunity to finally meet people that they probably wouldn't have otherwise. So it fosters a lot more empathy and sympathy and you learn so much and you come to perhaps want to travel or to learn more about these cultures. And you just, I believe that it fosters more of a kinder group of of individuals whenever you do expose yourself to international culture like that. Especially when these events have food at them. Yes. (laughs) Food brings people together and I love to try new foods Mm -hmm. and have new, have my taste buds excited by Mm -hmm. new things. Did you try any new foods at the Taste of World event? Yes. So I just started working here in early October. So I haven't had as much of an opportunity to go to different events. So Taste the World was my first opportunity pretty much to taste them. Um, I had Borsk, I believe. (laughs) It's uh, from Kyrgyzstan. It's like a fried bread and jam meal. It's really, really good. We had some students make gimpa from Korea. We had our Hispanic students on campus. One of them made a beef tongue in tortillas. Our Persian students also made a lot of really good food. It was a chicken and rice dish that was delicious. It was (laughs) (laughs) Like, so ridiculously good. So, um, thankfully, I've been exposed to a lot of opportunity for that. And we're going to have an event with our Zimbabwe students this week, too. So I'll have a chance to do that. It is definitely one of the best perks of my job, I will say. Yeah, sounds like it. Go home and try to replicate some of the recipes if you can. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming Mm -hmm. on to Exposition and for discussing diversity and inclusion Mm -hmm. here on CMOS campus. Thank you so much for having me.